0: Hi, welcome to Talking with Fred, I'm Tony.
1: And I'm Joe. Tony, what are we going to talk about today?
0: Today is a very special day because now we have come to the last commandment. So far we have covered the spiritual side, the first few commandments, talking about honoring God, letting Him be the one, no other gods other than Him, and uh, honoring the Sabbath. And then honoring your parents, and then you get into behavior, the side of humans where we just dealing with certain things and how to deal with it in life. Now we're coming to the last one, which is I think is pretty interesting because this one has to do with thought Mm -hmm. other than just behavior.
1: And what is the last
0: one? The last one is do not covet. Right. And so this is interesting.
1: Don't, Don't covet your neighbor's wife or his possessions or anything that he has or anything he does. What do you think coveting is all about?
0: Desiring what, for example, what I think you have, I want. okay. Everything you have that you own, right? I want it for myself.
1: Right. But, isn't, but wouldn't that be a good motivation? I mean, you see someone that's been successful, for example, isn't it a good motivation to say, hey, I want to work hard and I want to have what he has?
0: Yes. There is a good motivation to move on to try and get something for yourself. But when we're talking about what specifically items or things that you have or spouse that you have... That's a different story, because then I'm jumping to want to take over.
1: So you think that it's wanting something specifically from somebody yes. else, But isn't that along the line of stealing? Yes. Okay, but that's not coveting, right? That's stealing.
0: Yeah, but we're talking about thought, though, we're, right? Yeah,
1: we're talking about what, what is it yeah. that coveting is.
0: Yeah, it's really desiring. Yeah, desiring. and I think,
1: I think one of the things that—a challenge for us is that we— that we look at it from that point of view of there's this element of stealing this this element of you know don't desire or covet your your neighbor's wife you know mm-hmm. don't think about yeah. having your your neighbor's wife yeah. and where where I think if you look at the way that that the word is used and the way that it's built up the concepts behind the word coveting is basically three threefold right mm-hmm. the first the first idea in it is that we all as people have a have an unlimited amount of possibilities right right i mean i could we were talking about the rich man right mm-hmm. yeah but i could have been that yeah, right you could be i didn't become a rich man no because maybe because i didn't have a father to give me a million dollars to start a business with or that would be nice or <laughs> I didn't become a millionaire because the decisions that I made in my life took me in a different direction.
0: Yeah, good or bad.
1: But the point about it is I Mm -hmm. made the decisions. Right. I was in front of a limitless amount of opportunities, Mm -hmm. right? And that's where we all start, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Always a decision.
1: Yeah, and it's always we have the freedom to choose. Mm -hmm. That's nice. We have the God-given free will. To choose. Choose today who you will serve. Right. Moses says, choose life. You know, don't choose death. But yeah. the point about it is you have you, you have, have to a choice. Choose. Yeah, And the possibilities are limitless, right? I mean, when I started to think about going to college, right, I had to go through and find out what major I was going to have, right? Yeah. And I got the catalogs, and everything was available. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> if, lovely. If I could live up to... The expectations of 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 entrance, mm-hmm. I could study whatever, mm-hmm. right? It was limitless. So so that's where I, that's where we start, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next thing is, but God wants us to choose,
0: yeah, we and He wants us first.
1: to be content with what we choose because that's the next thing uh, people so often do, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, if I'd had chosen differently, yeah. Well, you can't. Do it. Yeah, you can't again. go
0: back in time right, right. and change it. Yeah.
1: Right. So God says, you know, be content with who you are. Yeah. Be content with the with the choices that you have made. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, you could have chosen to go a different way, but yeah. you didn't. You chose to go this way, right? Yeah. You could have married yeah. someone else, but yeah. you married, married this, this person. person. Yeah. Right. So be happy. So 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 learn contentment because the next the, the whole next concept behind it is God wants you to focus on the inter the core of your own existence Mm -hmm. because that's where you find wisdom. That's where you find peace, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're looking at all of the possibilities that you didn't choose, then you'll never concentrate on what you did choose Mm -hmm. and how to do that to the absolute best of your ability. No, I didn't choose to be that, Mm -hmm. but I chose to be this. No, I didn't choose to be with that person. Mm -hmm. I chose to be with this person. Then the next step is God says, be content with that choice and then go deeply down into it and find the wisdom that you find at the core of anything because that's where you find peace, right? That's why we, we talk about peace. That's why mm-hmm. we're talking with Fred, all right? Mm-hmm. We want to talk about how, how we get peace into our life. Right?
0: Why do you suppose people aren't content with the decisions they well, make? Well,
1: because they're an apprehension. Of what we're gonna find if we look into ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so a little fear in some way. Yeah, at
1: some level. You yeah. know, I mean, we, we all have, you know, psychologists tell us that we have a fundamental fear mm-hmm. of being publicly humiliated and rejected. Yeah. Right? And so then that's what you get in the story of Adam and Eve, right? Right. But psychologists tell us that those are two fundamental fears that we have, right? And that if if I look into who I really am then I will be publicly humiliated if anybody else can see who I'm really. Yeah. And where God says, no, you're created the way I created you. I want you to, to, to accept and be content with it and begin to understand it and begin to work with it so that you can approve it, yeah. so that you can be the best Tony that you can possibly be. Yes. That's the point, right? But mm-hmm. if Tony is walking around saying, oh, I wish I was Harry," or I wish I was... <laughs> john yeah. then it steals your focus yeah well God it becomes says, madness no, i want yeah. you to focus on being the best tony yeah. that you can have but if you're going around saying yeah but john he's got this and henry he's got yeah. that and Harry, he's doing this then you're not concentrating on yeah, you what. start
0: envying other people's lives right. and and, really and so that. Yeah.
1: then you come to the third thing so right so the first thing is you're in front of a limitless possibilities you have to make a choice right the second is Become, be content with your choice and begin to work yeah. on making it better. Be happy and thankful. that brings you to the third section. And the third part of it is that is where the door to happiness lies. Mm. I find happiness when I find out who I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I find happiness when I am the best I can be with what I have. Mm-hmm. That I'm content, I'm satisfied, I'm not demanding or expecting anything else right. from I know. Things who will I fall am. into place as they what, come. It's one of the things, you know, when you get in my at my age, one of the things you begin to say is, you know who you are and you know who you ain't, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I know what I'm good at. Yeah. I know what I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. Right. When I was twenty, I didn't have that same understanding. Yeah. Right? I everything mean,
0: was presented to you. You talk
1: to teenagers, for example, right? Yeah. Everything's possible. Right. Right? Everything's possible. You talk yeah, to a teenager. Yeah. They can get any education with it. They're going to make tons of money. Mm-hmm. They're going to be rich beyond, you know, uh, imaginable. Live the American dream, They're, they're going to do all say. of these different things, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you meet them again in 15 years when they're 30. Yeah. And they begin to say, okay, maybe I can't do exactly... <laughs> Right?
0: I know where I'm standing. Right? I know where I'm
1: comfortable. You know, maybe I'm not going to get all of those things. Maybe yeah. I can't really do that education. Yeah. I or can't slam dunk, I'm not so I'm going not to go be, play
0: basketball.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to be, you know, as famous as I thought I was going to be yeah. or as rich as I thought I was going to be. Yeah. Right. And then you get to my age and you start saying, okay, there's a lot of things I just yeah. can't do. <laughs> all right? There's some things I'm really good at. There's other things that I'm just not good at. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that that's wisdom that goes with life, and God wants us to be open for that wisdom <laughs> because that opens up yeah. happiness. I am happy today yeah. because I made a choice to mm-hmm. follow Jesus Christ. I made a choice to let His atoning work yeah. be my salvation. Mm-hmm. I am happy today because that has allowed me to get to know who I am, yeah. and that has allowed the door to be open for me to concentrate on what I'm good at mm. and forget what I am not good at. Yeah. So now when I come to staff meetings, I can, without any apprehension, say, I'm not going to do that because I really am bad at
0: that. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I'm not going <laughs> yeah. to work with that yeah. because I'm going to work with what I'm good at. And let's find somebody that's good at that yeah. and let us let them up. work with that yeah. that's because how then feel. we're all better.
0: That's right. how I feel about when I'm working with kids, right. and they ask me to do like arts and crafts projects. I look at them and say, "That's a bad idea." Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I'm not an arts and crafts guy. It's just gonna come all thumbs and right. paper clips everywhere. So. Let's X that one out on me.
1: But but unfortunately <laughs> a lot of times when people start out, you know, they say, "Well, I'm going to be the lead singer in a rock band. Yeah. I'm going to be a famous actor. I'm going to have an enormous amount of money. Yeah. I'm going to have an education as a surgeon, <laughs> and I'm going to have the 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 the, the biggest house on the Then
0: reality well, hits.
1: Reality <laughs> hits and you find out, "Okay, you can't do all that." And God wants you to 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 concentrate yeah. on who you are and be content with that. Because this whole idea of coveting means somebody has got it better than I've got it. If you mm-hmm. covet, then you 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 are looking at someone else and saying if I had that I would be happy. And God says, no, be happy where you're at. Yeah. Be happy with who you are, be happy with your with what. And that is not to say that you should accept circumstance if you're yes that is a good object poverty or if you're in the middle of a struggle work to get out yeah you don't say oh i have to just accept this and be happy that's not what god's talking about no god's talking about hey if you're in a if you're in a violent relationship get out fast god says use the same logic go Mm -hmm. into yourself and find out why am i in a yeah uh an abusive relationship where did this start in my life Where, where, where did this happen why am i here why am i attracted to something that would abuse me and be violent yeah. toward me totally steal my life away and then maybe i should put you know maybe i should just say this is where it goes this is this is here and no further mm-hmm. and you need to get out of my life that's understanding better of who you are mm-hmm. because if you don't understand the problem that so many people find is they get out of one bad relationship, and what do you think happens? They jump right into they another go in, one. Yeah, exactly. They find the same they kind of person. They jump right on the other. into the same, and they're exactly the same again, right? Yeah. And God says, "No, I don't want you to do that. I want you to look at who you are and find out, hey, where am I weak? Where, where, where do I lack understanding and yeah. wisdom? How do I build myself up so I don't continue to make these stupid mistakes? Yeah. Right? Because." we unfortunately see that a lot of people don't stop with one divorce.
0: Mm. They have two, three, have four, three, or five, right?
1: Yeah. And so at some point in time you have to stop up and say maybe the problem is not everybody else. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. the problem mm-hmm.
0: yeah. is in the mirror. And that's where pride comes into play where yeah. people are just like, well, no, it's their fault.
1: But what we don't understand and don't what we refuse to accept sometimes is the fact that if I will look inward, I will look into my mm. heart. I will let God cleanse my heart, bring those things. That that opens the door yeah. to happiness, yeah. right? You can be the happiest yeah, doing with who you are in the relationship you have yeah. when both parties are working hard mm-hmm. at doing what God's called us yeah. to do that you won't ever notice mm-hmm. that somebody else has another partner. Like you said, anyway, just let God deal with it. People in general, we love to have petitions against something, right? Mm-hmm. We love to, to send out a peti- petition and get a certain amount of signatures so we can— Change. Change something, right? Right. And in the situation that, we were, that it was in, it was about uh, pornography magazines on the shelves of, mm-hmm. uh, of gas stations. Eh? Mm-hmm. And so the person I was talking to was saying, yeah, I, I totally agree with the argument and all that, but however— The point about it is, you need to be the type of person that you walk into a gas station, pay for your gas, without ever noticing it that that it's on the wall. The fact that you're looking at it means that you've got an attraction, and
0: and you you need to go back and
1: say, hey, wait a minute. Well, not necessarily a problem, but you've got an attraction. Where does that attraction come from, and how do I deal with it, right? Because... When you're out and about, you should be able to be out and about and not be influenced by whatever runs out. You know, if I go to the door and I look up and it's raining, I don't say, oh, I'm not going to go to work today.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, you just get moving.
1: I get prepared. Yeah. I do what needs to be done. Put your jacket
0: on, put your rain boots on. Right. Whatever you have, just go. that's
1: the way it should be. That's the way it should be. If I go into a situation where I know (laughs) I'm going to a party, and I know that there's, there's going to going be, to be yeah, alcohol involved, yeah. and I know that there's going to be people that are going to get a little aggressive, then I'm prepared, yeah, right? And then Either check ch- out yeah. early or whatever yeah, I need exactly. to do, but I'm not going to put myself into yeah. a Position
0: the, the pawns in the right place exactly. to defend yourself. Right, and, so, and we
1: see it inside the church as much as we do. I mean, it, just this week, where one more major Christian leader has fallen, right? Mm. And there's just simply no excuse for it because God says, don't covet yeah right look at your life from other points of view look at your life from who am I and why am I doing this right mm-hmm. if you are the type of person i mean for example in my position you know why are you a pastor mm-hmm. and unfortunately, a lot of people <laughs> want to be pastors because they think pastors get an enormous amount of attention yep. right that or, pastors
0: or the bills <laughs>
1: pastors they they you know they're always at the center they're always the ones everybody wants to talk to and stuff and if that's your motivation it's for being not a pastor, well. yeah. then you're, not, you're going to f- crash and burn. Yeah, it's not going to end well. Because that's not what it's about. No. And in fact, if that's going to be even appealing to you, you're not going to get very far. <laughs> and so why do major pa- preachers fall? Because their motivations were wrong. Mm. Because they begin to covet
0: something they Something should they have wanted, yeah.
1: And not coveting what God has put into their heart. That's what we need to be absolutely consumed with, Mm -hmm. right? We should be able to look into our heart and say, God has put that in me, and I have never explored that. I want that.
0: I think it's interesting. You just said, covet what God has for you. Yeah. Keeping your eyes focused solely on Him, kind of like the blinders on a horse when they're racing right. to keep their attention on the goal.
1: Exactly. That's that's quite interesting. Yeah, because well, God puts an enormous amount of uh, abilities and talents and thoughts and ideas and, mm-hmm. and personalities into us, right? Who we are, a character, a personality. Well, there's no one All who of knows us things. better than God. Right, and he wants yeah. us to say, hey, I want to discover who that really is. And that's what I want to focus on. he tells you focus who on.
0: you are, take it to the bank because exactly. it's created us. He and knows so the number of hairs on our head.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, if you lo- if you use your life mm-hmm. to wanting what's not yours, then it's only, to, only going to lead you to unhappiness. Because remember, yeah. the last part of that was the door to happiness, the door mm-hmm. to contentment, the door to accomplishment. Right. So you're never going to accomplish. Okay? Well, just, just like this week, mm-hmm. right? Another major Christian leader falls, mm-hmm. right? Okay, what do you think his accomplishment in the future is going to be? Well, it's died, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't matter how much rehabilitation he goes through. It doesn't matter what influence he had. If you're a surgeon, right? If you're a surgeon and I go into the operating room needing my arm amputated and you amputate my leg, (laughs) right? Yeah. That surgeon's never going to get over that. No. Right? That was a mistake that cannot be made. Right. Right. And so it doesn't matter how much you rehabilitate, how much you do, that's never going to leave you. And your accomplishment is going to be limited. Mm -hmm. And that's what God says. What I've put in you is limitless. What I've put in you is abundance. I have put into you blessing. That's what Jesus says. Jesus says, I've come to give you life Mm -hmm. and life abundantly. Mm -hmm. So the life that he's put in Tony is abundant, Mm -hmm. right? He wants you to to find out what that abundance is, mm-hmm. right, and that's going to lead you to accomplishment, mm-hmm. to success, to happiness, right? Yeah. But you can't do it with Henry. Yeah, you know his his accomplishment thing. is his yeah. business, and that's the problem. With that's that. where
0: I go back all the time with with David and his story, with uh, Saul when he finds him in the cave, and he said he stabs the cloak right. and says, "I don't want your kingdom." Right. I want what God has for me.
1: And everyone around him yeah. was saying kill him.
0: Yeah. If you Take kill his him, kingdom. <laughs>
1: if you kill Saul, yeah. then you're gonna be king. Yeah. And David's response is, I will never touch God's, God's anointed. anointed. Yeah. Right. In other words, God's mm-hmm. given him that. Yeah, that's it. I'm his. never gonna touch his. Yeah. I don't want his. Yeah. I want what's what, mine. Yeah. What right? you
0: have in your life, Joe, is is a blessing. Right. And it's great. And I and before I got married I thought about that. I was like, well I want yeah. this, and it's fine to want to have something similar. But I had to stop and say, "No, I don't want his marriage. I want what God has for right. me in the I marriage want my that He marriage. has. Yeah, He has a marriage for me. Yeah, and that's what I want.
1: And of course, we can look around and, and find positive marriages. And mm-hmm. I mean, we're not talking about being ignorant here. We're talking no. about what we're concentrating on, what we're focusing yeah. on, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so those are the things that are, are important that that David understood. No, it's not just a question of being a king. Yeah. It's a question of what kingdom are you going to get, yeah. right? We are all, as, you know, blessed with a life. Mm-hmm. That's not the question. Yeah. The question is what okay. life
0: and yeah. whose life? How are we going to build right? that life? I
1: want my life. Yeah. Right? I don't want somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Life. And, and the that's identity
0: of, is mine alone.
1: Right. And that's one of the things that sin does to us, mm-hmm. right? Oh, if you do this... You know, then you'll you be great. If, if you do this, you'll be wonderful. If you, if you do, it, but that's not the way. Yeah, it because
0: is. This coveting somebody else's life can lead you to breaking the other three right. commandments when it's in your life. that fundamental pride? Yeah. Right.
1: That's what sin said to us yeah. in the Garden of Eden. Oh, he doesn't want you to eat of the fruit. Yeah. Because he doesn't want you to be like him. Yeah. Right. If you will take what's his. Yeah. Then right? you're like him. Because, because I mean. I mean, think about the story, right? What does God say to Adam and Eve? God says, here is the Garden of Eden. You can eat anything Anything you you want. want. There's just this. I want this for Mm -hmm. myself. I want Mm -hmm. you to respect me. Mm -hmm. I want you to love me. Mm -hmm. I want you to defend me and protect me. Mm -hmm. I would like to keep this for myself, Mm right? Right. And so what That's do they all had all no, had to do, yeah. All of the rest of it doesn't matter. No. I want what he's got. Yeah. That's the problem, right? That mm-hmm. is the fundamental problem because what happens when we do that yeah. is we get publicly humiliated yeah. and rejected. And those is the, that is the fear that we all have. Yeah. So turn it around and say, God wants this for himself. He can have it. I'm going to protect him. I'm going to defend his right to keep it. And I'm going to eat of everything a good else a that good he's given it, yeah. me. I'm going to turn it around. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to look at all that he has blessed me with. And And I think it's it's that point of view mm-hmm. in life that is so enormously important.
0: That reminds me of that story of Nathan. He confronts David. Mm-hmm. He says, Here's a man who has all the cattle he can imagine, mm-hmm. as far as the eye can see. Then his neighbor only has the one. That man goes, I want right. that sheep right there right. and takes it from him. Right. And when he finds out, it was just funny to see. I mean, it's sad, but it's just funny to see how David's world just crumbles before him when he, right. realized, because yeah, he realizes, I'm caught. Hey, I am that. <laughs> yeah, that I coveted is, the wrong thing.
1: Exactly. And that's the repentance of sin, realizing that we are the sinner. Mm-hmm. Realizing, as what Paul writes, we have all sinned and fallen short yeah. of the glory of God. We are—we're the ones who—it's our Garden fault. Of Eden, yeah, Eden. We mm-hmm. are the ones that eat yeah. of the fruit, mm-hmm. and we think we're wonderful. We think we're good people, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, we do it. Mm-hmm. And God has given us, through Jesus Christ, the opportunity to stop mm-hmm. and say, "You know what? I'm going to turn around. I'm going to repent." That's what yeah. repentance. Is all Change about. my focus back so on instead you. Instead of looking at the tree mm-hmm. that He doesn't want me to eat from. I'm going to turn around and put it at my back and look at everything that he's provided for me to look, to eat from, right? Mm-hmm. And so suddenly, I'm not looking at one tree or two trees. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at millions of trees, mm-hmm. right? Because I have put what he wants yeah. as my support. The
0: universe just opens right? up.
1: And that's, that's actually what God's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you put something at your back, right? Mm-hmm. What do we talk about? I cover your back, mm-hmm. right? I've got your back, mm-hmm. right? I've got your six o'clock. That's right, right. That's your support. Mm-hmm. That's your security. That's your defense, mm-hmm. right? And so what God said, basically said to us: Turn around. Let me be that. Put the trees yeah. behind you. Yeah, those are mine. Yeah, right. Let that be your. Let that be your six o'clock. And then suddenly the world becomes limitless. Mm-hmm. Suddenly there's trees everywhere you can eat from, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that is the core of what we're talk, What God's talking about with coveting, He's talking about. You know what? Find out who you are. Find out what my promises are. Let mm-hmm. those be your defenses, your securities, your your foundations. And then you will find out that the world is full of opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. the world is full of wonderful things that we can accomplish and things that we can do. See. When we realize yeah. that when I don't covet what other people have, I am content yeah. with what I have. Yeah. I love, another way of looking at it is I love what I have. I mm-hmm. love my wife. I love my children. Mm-hmm. I love the life that I have. I love the calling that he's put in my life. Mm-hmm. I love my job. Mm-hmm. I love all, those are all things I have decided. Mm-hmm. Those things don't fall out of heaven. Mm-hmm. Those are things you decide. Mm-hmm. I am going to love mm-hmm. what I have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I do that, then suddenly the world opens up. Yeah. And suddenly you can become a blessing. Mm-hmm. And that's in, in fundamental what we all want to do. We all want to accomplish, but more than that, we want to be a blessing through yeah. that accomplishment. Well, people we want to start make a
0: difference. Yeah, well, people start like for example, I I look up to you, and I when I need advice or I need some guidance, I can look and say, you know what, God has placed a guy, a man right. in my life, that has set his goals up, set himself grounded on the rock of salvation, and I can look to him and say, you know what, I need some guidance in this life, and then I can.
1: Well, absolutely. We look at each other Mm -hmm. to learn of God. Not
0: covetly, but to say.
1: Yeah, but we look at each other to learn about God. And if you are totally consumed Mm -hmm. with what everybody else has got, Mm -hmm. right? What happens? Then I can never know who you are. Yeah. Right? Because all you're consumed with is what Henry's got. Yeah. Right? Well, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I want to know who Tony is. Mm -hmm. Right? So if Tony is, is coveting what everybody else has got, then what you're doing is yeah. you're denying those around you the yeah. opportunity of seeing what God has put into your life.
0: You get to know the wrestling fan. <laughs> exactly. And
1: so, <laughs> and so the point about it is what God has put in us mm-hmm. is what we need to build each other up. Yeah. And that is what makes the kingdom of God so, so important. Yeah. I can't know God... Without those around me, right? And if one of somebody that God has put into my life, if they decide yeah. to concentrate on somebody else, then I'll never know God to the extent that I could have, and th- that makes me sad.
0: I think that's what Jesus is pointing out a little bit in a way the um, the story of the prodigal son. We focus a lot on the son leaving, but some people forget that there was another son, and his attitude kind of reminds me of that. He covets his brothers coming back and the way he's treated and saying to his father you know why can't i have what he has and yet he turns around and says i've you could have had this anytime you wanted
1: well i mean one of the things that we have to deal with is the Mm -hmm. fact that you know jesus tells the story of of the, the workers that go out into the vineyard, right? Yeah. Some go out at 6 and some go out at 12 mm-hmm. and some go out in the afternoon and he pays them all the same, right? Mm-hmm. The first ones that are there, have been there working all day long mm-hmm. complain because the last ones that came in and worked a couple hours, they got paid the same. Mm-hmm. But the the, the the truth to the matter is what we need to concentrate on is the fact that we've been allowed to work all day. Yeah. We hit, right, the, the, the prodigal son's brother, didn't appreciate the fact that he had been with the Father all the time. Yeah. Right? The the workers in the vineyard that had been there since 6 o'clock in the morning didn't appreciate the fact they They were the ones that had been walking around in the vineyards, right? Yeah. And that the goal is the same for us all. The goal is heaven. The goal is getting there. What I am so enormously thankful for is that I've been able to be a part of the kingdom of God my my life, right? Because I made the decision to follow Jesus at a young age. Mm -hmm. So I've been here now. If somebody comes in at the eleventh hour and they're eighty years old, yeah, yeah, well, I'm happy, but I am more happy that I've been here, yeah, all this time, time, yeah.
0: Well, you and, got to know God all right. the way through and you get to see right, who He is. Because what does
1: the Father say yeah. to, the, to the other Son? He says, Everything I have is yours. Hey, yeah. So my life yeah. in the kingdom of God is everything that He has. Yeah. Right. If you've been outside of that,
0: yeah. then
1: you haven't had that. And you, you can come in be. and you'll get eternal life just like us all. Yeah. But to me,
0: you didn't get to grow in it. Blessing,
1: right. Yeah. But to me, the blessing is having a great marriage, having wonderful daughters, mm-hmm. having wonderful son in laws, having wonderful grandchildren. Having wonderful ministry, mm-hmm. having wonderful work, having people that wonderful son-in-laws <laughs> have have things that 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 give me meaning, things yeah. that, that that are true wealth. Mm-hmm. And that is what makes my life content. And that's mm-hmm. what makes me a better person. When God says, when he rounds off the Ten Commandments and He mm-hmm. says, Don't covet, basically you can it's a question of you can understand the spiritual aspects of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. You can have the behavioral aspects of the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. right? But if your attitude, if your positioning in life is wrong, mm-hmm. then it's all going to be for naught. Yeah. And that's a difficult question and something that we really struggle with inside of any kind of belief system, inside of Christianity. You know, what comes first? You know, can, can I just, if I'm a good person, am I going to be saved? Mm-hmm. Why do good people suffer, all these things? Mm-hmm. This is not the point. The point about it is that if we have the wrong outlook on life, if we have the wrong positioning of life, in life,
0: mm-hmm. then
1: we're going to miss out on my opportunities, mm-hmm. right? If my attitude is wrong, if my position is wrong, then I'm hurting myself.
0: Mm-hmm. And by
1: hurting myself, I hurt those around me. Right. And so I would rather be the type of person that can be a blessing to those around me because mm-hmm. I'm a blessing to myself. hmm Right? And and that's what you have to, what God wants us to, to take with us. You know, don't look at the trees that he said we couldn't look at. Yeah. Turn around and make those trees our support. Yeah. Those trees are our six o'clock. Yeah. And now the world is open to us. Yeah. And the Garden of Eden is limitless. Mm-hmm. And opportunities are limited. And my happiness is limitless. Is I can eat whatever I want.
0: I, I know I've said this before in the last few, but I think it's awesome when we look at the commandments, and just like this one today, you hear the clearest day, black and white, do not covet. But yet when we dive into it, we turn around our focus and say, look at something else. Look at the world that is before you look at the opportunities right. that are before you rather than focusing on what we cannot have right. but what we can
1: have well implicit in the whole idea is that when god says don't do something what he's saying is don't do this but do this right yeah people and, are and, quick and we tend to only to lose hear that sometimes yeah. right because especially people that are skeptical or people that are that don't really have belief mm-hmm. that don't have any faith they mm-hmm. always get stuck with the don't yeah right They forget there's the but. The fact of the matter is the don't is, in fact, the door to the do. Right. Right? Do not do this so that you can do this. And have this and that. And And then everything will open up for you and you will be a blessing. Yeah. And that's the point.
0: I think it's amazing. Well, the question is out there, are you going to covet? Are you going to have your focus on something that is not yours? Or are you going to change your focus and look at what you have Protect what you have, love what you have, and let God open the doors of impossibility in your life. We would love to hear from you, hear what you have to say. Don't forget to write to us on our Facebook page. You can also write to us on our email at talkingwithfred777 at gmail.com, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at talkingwithfred777. God bless, and remember always, Jesus loves you.